Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, after 75 years, Silicon Valley legend Hewlett-Packard splits into two companies. Hewlett-Packard, one of Silicon Valley's oldest and most venerable tech firms, has decided to address its recent financial challenges by dividing itself into two companies. The two new businesses will be Hewlett-Packard Enterprise, which will provide software, hardware, and services to corporate customers, and HP Incorporated, which will run the original company's PC and printer businesses. HP officials say they expect to complete the new arrangement by the end of next year. News of the plan caused HP stock share prices to jump more than 4%. The company adopted the plan as it begins the fourth year of its five-year turnaround plan, initiated when Chair, President, and CEO Meg Whitman joined HP. As part of the plan, the company, which was struggling financially and suffering considerable management turnover, has initiated layoffs expected to total 55000 by the time the split is finalized. The company had 317,500 employees a year ago. Whitman said, quote, The decision to separate into two market-leading companies underscores our commitment to the turnaround plan. It will provide each new company with the independence, focus, financial resources, and flexibility they need to adapt quickly to market and customer dynamics while generating long-term value for shareholders, end quote. Some industry observers have applauded the move as making HP's operations more nimble and efficient at a time when the company appears to be turning around financially. Others, though, say splitting HP won't change the firm's fortunes without a change in attitude that emphasizes technology innovation and research and development. Many people credit HP with creating Silicon Valley. Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard graduated with degrees in electrical engineering from Stanford University in 1935, and in 1939 they founded HP in Packard's garage with an initial capital investment of just $538. Our second story is, support grows for new software approach that could boost cloud computing. Major technology companies such as Amazon and Google are backing a new open source technology that could advance cloud computing by making it easier to run individual applications on many types of systems across the Internet. They're supporting Docker technology, a platform from Docker Incorporated, that developers can utilize to place applications in software containers. This would let users download the apps from the Internet or any private network and then run them on any Linux machine or cloud platform. This would be a huge benefit for cloud computing, which is often used to make applications that are kept online available to all types of computing devices. Proponents add that Docker will make developers' lives much easier by letting them focus on designing programs without worrying about enabling the software to work on various machines or platforms. Containers are not new, but Docker says its technology makes packaging applications and moving them among various types of machines easier. According to Docker, about 14,000 applications are now using its containers. eBay is employing the system to test new software in its data centers. And Google, which is trying to challenge Amazon's dominance in the cloud computing market, is also working with Docker. The technology is not without its concerns. 
For example, machines must download software enabling them to use the containers. The software is supposed to run the same way on all Linux versions, but this isn't always the case. Some containers thus might not run on all operating systems. Docker and its supporters say they're working on this. In addition, some cloud service providers are developing their own proprietary application portability technologies and thus might not adopt or might even oppose Docker. Our final story is, is mobile malware about to become dangerous? For years, security experts have been warning about potential dangers posed by malicious software that affects wireless devices. Although there have been many instances of mobile malware in the past, they haven't created major problems yet. Even successful mobile malware attacks haven't affected many devices. One of the bigger recent incidents infected perhaps 40,000 U.S. mobile users. Major PC malware attacks typically affect millions of systems. However, security experts say, mobile malware may soon become more dangerous. A recent report by security vendor McAfee said the number of types of mobile malware jumped to 3.73 million in 2013, a 197% increase over 2012. Some of the new types are more dangerous, tricky, and complex in past versions, making it more likely that users will accidentally download them. And as smartphones become more complex, they have more flaws that hackers are exploiting. Once downloaded, the new malware creates new problems, such as collecting personal data on victims' devices or locking them up. In some cases, cybercriminals make phones part of botnets used to launch denial-of-service attacks or send spam. Malware typically infects devices when a user accidentally downloads a malicious application or clicks on a malicious online advertisement. Today, security experts say, those most at risk from mobile malware are celebrities, people who use their phones at work, or are political opponents of various countries. For example, vendor Lacoon Mobile Security said it discovered the Chinese government using a phishing attack to download a fake mobile application that would let it eavesdrop on protesters in Hong Kong. Experts recommend that users employ security software, choose strong passwords, exercise care when opening email attachments or downloading apps, and otherwise practice good security hygiene. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.